Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You, right now, are listening to the Dumb Dad Podcast. Whoa. My name is Evan. I'm a dumb dad. Hi, guys. I'm Kevin. And I'm also a dumb dad. (laughs) Hi, dummy. Hi, dummy. Well, pal. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, me. Cheers with beers. Clink. Let me talk about what we're drinking right now. This is one of my favorite beers. That's what you're supposed to do on radio. Oh. That's just, that's to let the listeners know you're, you've, if we were having soda or pop, as they say in the Midwest, <laughs> we'd add in a little sound. Pop. Pop. Midwest. That's your, uh, that's called foreshadowing. Oh. You're talking about the Midwest. Okay. This is one of my favorite beers. One of my favorite breweries, Stone Brewery in... San Diego? Yeah. Um, a little north. Escondido, uh, California. A little bit north of San Diego. That's what I meant. Yeah, I know. Um... Yeah, love this brewery. Great brewery, too. Highly recommend going down there. It's a great tour, and an even it's a really cool... I went with you, I well, think. I'm not, I'm not recommending you. We went. Yes, I well, know. I went, do you remember <laughs> anything we do? <laughs> but was that the uh, first time you'd ever... Is that the only time you've ever been? No, I've been there a couple times. You son of a bitch. If you're going to go down there, you go here. Okay. Or the beach. But this is Escondido, and there's no beach. This is close to the college. Which seems quite dangerous. Um, Stone Brewery, awesome place. The restaurant is incredible. Yeah. Um, next to the brewery, and and uh, yeah, I just couldn't recommend it anymore. Um, they, you've seen it. You've seen the stones in the stores. They got the cool gargoyle logo all over all their beers. Um, this, what we're drinking here today, is Ruination Double IPA 2.0. Double Sans IPA. Filter. Sans filter. Sans filter. So mm. it's it's a very clever way of saying unfiltered. Filter in absentia. <laughs> um, unfiltered double IPA. It is eight and a half percent alcohol by volume. Mm. So Which it's a strong about, beer. It's about double a typical lager. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, double a typical lager. That's true. Um, this is um, yeah, it's a West Coast West Coast beer. This is good stuff. It's it's caramely. It's rich. It's deep. Wow. It's fun. For a long time, they weren't doing any kind of light beers, I think. Stone? That, yeah. For a while. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But then they started doing it. Now they they like to make them... They like, they to, like make, to make a statement. Yes. They, they like, like to make to a statement. bold. Uh, but I've had some beers lately that are a little lighter. They, uh, when I went, we were on the tour of, the, of just kind of the facilities. Yep. And I remember we were going through it, and we went through the canning and bottling facility. This is when you were making a memory with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically, not you. Nope, and uh, we were going through the facility. And it was cool because the guy was like, well, unfortunately, this is the only day. This thing, their canning and bottling facility runs 24 hours a day, six days a week. We were there on the day that it wasn't running. And he was like, it's kind of cool because normally it's like so loud in here. I can barely even talk to you guys. But it's cool today because even though you don't get to see it running, I can kind of point to everything and tell you what's going on or what it does. And their bottling machine... I think, I believe did, you know, it's like a regular 12-ounce bottle. Yeah. I think it did 400 bottles every 60 seconds. Oh, wow. And the canning machine did like 600 bottles every 60 seconds. And you think about it, like, that's 
24 hours a day, six days a week. That's what that thing's doing. And that's I did crazy. The math on that in my head, and it's uh, it comes out to a lot. It's hella beers, the, and I mean, here, here's the thing. They're still, I don't know, somewhat of a sn- small brewery, craft brewery. I mean, you know, I'm thinking like, okay, uh, that's not nothing compared to the scale of probably what Budweiser is. Well, or it's whatever, hard to but, compare because Budweiser, which is owned by Imbev, uh, owns el- almost everyone. So if right. they're not owned by Imbev, multiple basically, and companies, yeah. A lot of people don't know that like Imbev has like a monopoly on almost every beer. Golden Road is owned by Imbev, which is mm-hmm. Budweiser. Mm-hmm. Stella is was Imbev first. I mean, just a lot of them. Yeah, Blue Point out of uh, Long Island, which is a uh, East Coast great, whoa, great whoa. brewery. Um, so yeah, this is uh, I love this stuff, but yeah, it was pretty impressive to to. I could, I mean, couldn't even like comprehend like six hundred bottles or four hundred bottles in sixty seconds. That's pretty insane. That's pretty insane. Um, even for a smaller, I guess, brewery, they started out. They bought like the space for their brewery, and then they bought the place next door. And they thought eventually it'd be cool to turn this into a hotel, so it could be like a destination place. But they blew up so fast as a company that they they enveloped that place that they bought next doors into into like more space to package their beer. workers sleep because they will, are <laughs> yeah. open 24 hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, that's where they package can yeah. bottle everything sure. beer because they were just, they went, they went way too fast. But anyway, highly recommend stone. One of my favorite breweries. Um, these guys are rad. Great brewery. So yeah, uh, yeah, pal, that's what we're doing right now. Uh, it's good to see you. I've been away. You have been away. I've been super far away. Uh, How far away were you? Uh, midway, Midwest way. Nice. But first, before we start, I want to talk about something we just discovered that was really funny. Now, typically when we record our podcast, we uh, record the length of the podcast. For good, for your, yeah, for, for the listeners. Yeah. Because we can ramble. Yeah, it's kind of a we good reminder. We don't need the microphones to go at length. No, it's a good reminder to figure out where we are in time, yeah. et cetera. And you just opened your phone mm-hmm. and went to go start the timer. And give me the number again. How? It, where was it? It was still on. It was still running. And it last... was from our last podcast. And it was 211 hours, 27 minutes, and 50.6 seconds. And I did the math, guys. You don't have to. I had my phone do it. But it was, uh, it's eight days. Yeah, eight days. We recorded before I left and then didn't work out we couldn't release the podcast but so it was the second of a double header but here's what's great here's what's really crazy what's really crazy and and very dedicated about this stopwatch app that comes standard with your iphone um my phone malfunctioned and i needed to get a new one so i got it in the mail yesterday within the, within the last 211 hours and 27 minutes and way way within yesterday <laughs> i got uh i got my new phone in the mail and i activated it and then i had to like Call AT and T to have them set, uh, like activate it and like all right, switch this phone over. All right, now turn this one off, turn this one on, wipe this one. Okay, wipe that. Got it, and then do this, and it just crossed over all of my information into my new phone. And I was like, cool, got the same photos, same background, cool. Yeah, all from the cloud. What I didn't know is I have the same stopwatch going. It picked up where I still it left off. I'm struggling like to comprehend second this. It picked up. It just started going. So, just to be very clear. Since we recorded our last podcast, you got a new phone, sent your old phone away mm-hmm. physically, yep. got a new physical phone, activated it, brought all of your information Brought the it cloud. from my last backup. 
Which yeah, your means last my backup. last backup was like, hey, just so you know, like here's some photos. Uh, <laughs> by the way, we he's gotta, really running a stopwatch. We don't know what he's doing, but you we just, got a we got a timer running right now. We're right, we're right we're right here right now. Well, we're, now we're right here right now. Now we're right here right now. That is so crazy to me that within you know because it measures like hundredth of a second. Yeah. So it keeps that timestamp and knew when to. It's just really. I just couldn't like. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah. So and. Thankfully, we knew how long it had been since we recorded. <laughs> and we're sorry it's taken us so long. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive, man. Technology kind of just will... And if you allow it to, technology can blow your mind on many levels every day. If you allow it to. Well, because it's easy to not think about it, because it's also really scary. Technology you've seen is the like robot, Jesus. You've, Let it into yeah. your heart. <laughs> you've seen the robot dog. They try to kick it over. It still can pick up a box and put it on the shelf. Oh yeah, those Boston. Ro- those robot dogs. If anybody people don't know what you're talking about, just like look up like what is it, uh, Boston? Put something? a like robot dog or even person doing uh, a yeah. robot doing backflip. Uh, and well, it's, now it's like it can it can run and do flips and what is it, Boston Dynamics? I think it's Boston Dynamics. Yeah, I think that's right. And th- then now it can, it can like pick up a box and yeah. walk over to put it on a shelf, and they like hit it with a bat and knock it out of its hand, and it goes to pick it up again. It's too, it's scary to watch because the guy's like hitting it with a bat and it's like, dude, <laughs> I know it's not programmed there's two, to react well, to there's, that, but. There's two takeaways. There's one, I know it doesn't have feelings, but if it's starting, it's acting, it, you're acting like you want it to. And two, if we're going to make robots, why are we going to make it that they're bat proof? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen indestructible? Have you seen why? No why? robot movie. Watch, watch, shoot it in the head. Nothing's gonna happen. It's gonna yeah. bounce off. Where's the huge red off button on yeah. the back? That's what I'm really concerned yeah. about. <laughs> you shouldn't have to log on I to should... like wind it down. Cool, have it, but it needs to have a mm-hmm. green pin that when you pull it, it turns into a thousand pieces. Yeah, or like it's attached to your wrist with a cable that's four feet long, and as soon as you pull the ripcord, it just shuts off. <laughs> Where's that capability? There, that's a huge miss on. Uh... We're all well, gonna die. We're also available for hire, uh, Boston Dynamics. Boston Dynamics, we'll come in and uh, we'll come in and tell you what's up. A couple of dumb dads with dumb bats, and we'll attack your robots <laughs> for you. So uh, anyway, yeah. So I was uh, I traveled. Yeah, the family traveled. We had a family reunion in uh, Iowa, so we had traveled to Iowa. Mm-hmm. Now let me tell you, for the uh, people that don't live in the Midwest or Iowa or anywhere around there, you can't just you don't just fly into Iowa. Or any specific place really in the Midwest. You got to go to a major airport. Yeah, but it's really. considered flyover states. That's right. I hadn't heard that until we saw a couple of planes and people, uh, locals, or that had in, lived in the area had said, oh, yeah, well, you know, flyover states. I had never heard that before. Oh, wow, you don't have your. Well, because I fly over them, I don't go there. You don't have your hand on, finger on the pulse. No, man. I didn't have my of finger America. on the uh, <laughs> Midwest pulse of America, which beats pretty slow. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a lovely trip. What we did was we flew into O'Hare in Chicago. So right. this this brings me into my uh, I had a dumb dad moment on the trip. Dumb dad. I think I probably had a few, but I know you did. There's a <laughs> there's a couple. And by the way, we were flying through the airports. I can't wait till we like have a week where like I nailed it. I I, I did. I had a perfect week. Had a clean week. Wasn't it your uh, wife's birthday? An almost perfect and week. I almost had a perfect week. Uh, and we were flying through the airports, man. We had two wheel luggages, everything packed in them, and the two car seats on the wheels like we talked about on with the, the go-go wheels. babies. Man, we were just like one thing in front of the other just flying through the airport. Yeah. And it's, it is funny. You're using those like uh, the go-go baby. Yeah. With well, the I guess yours the... is uh, – but 
the car seat on wheels and they're just strapped yeah. into their car seat pushing through the airport. It's like every 30 Little seconds. Little baby hand trucks. Yeah, you know, like every 30 seconds someone's like, whoa, look at that. I mean, it's like, it's so funny how impactful it is when you, everyone else is like, got the cart, you know, trying to lug all their stuff together or they got huge backpacks and they're trying to lug, and we're just like coasting through the airport. I mean, you feel like a, you feel like a famous person. You're a famous parent in that moment. <laughs> uh, but it only really works as uh, two and less. Three plusers out there, don't know, what, don't know what you would do. I can't imagine what you would do. You get yourself a robot that is bat proof. <laughs> I can't carry children. <laughs> <laughs> Strap the baby Strap to the it. Strap the baby to it. And have that thing book. Yeah, and just uh, cross your fingers. So, yeah, so we, we we traveled pretty well. We did, I mean, and, you know, we check our two big bags. We check one car seat. So then we're just down to one wheel and one baby, and uh, Emmett's walking around behind us. And so it was pretty efficient. Um, so we flew into O'Hare in Chicago. We have a couple of friends in Chicago. So we figured, you know what? Here was here was our option. Can you tell me what you think about this? We had the option to fly into, I think it was O'Hare, and then we could have flown like another two hours on a layover to a little closer to our destination okay. in Iowa, and then got a rental car and driven like an hour and a half. Yeah. We chose to fly into O'Hare, rent the car, and then we didn't go right away. We stayed an, like a night, like a day and a half in Chicago, yeah. saw the city a little bit, and then drove the next day to our destination in Iowa, which is like three and a half hours away. So with kids, you know, it's about a little over four hours, four and a half hours. Yeah. It's about 211 hours, 27. Yeah. And we thought, you know, why not? I mean, you know, this is the only time we're going to be in Iowa. (laughs) Why not see the countryside a little bit and drive through it rather than just fly over it or fly, you know, fly for most of it? Because, you know, I've never really been there. Instead of another flight, how long would the drive have been? I think it was like another 90 minutes or something. Or three so, hours. Or three hours minus the flight. But it was kind of like, okay. we at first, actually, when we first started booking, we were like, let's fly twice. Let's just get there. We can just get it done. And then the more we thought about it, it was like, well, why don't we just, then that's sort of, you know, someone else is in control of your schedule. Whereas you could fly the bulk of it and then rent the car and then you're in control of yeah. how long it takes you, if you need to stop Kids or whatever, and just not deal with like, Two other, yeah, sorry, kids, are, kids in control. are in control. Yeah, but you know, it's not another airport checking bags again and everything. Why, why don't we just drive it and then see the countryside? And by yeah. countryside, I just mean let's see how much corn you can really look at. Yeah, I was gonna say a 90 minute drive and a three hour drive, you saw the same thing. <laughs> it's, yeah, it is impressive how much corn there is. It, you wouldn't, it's like looking at. I don't know. It's like if there's space available, there's corn growing there. It's like looking out the window. It's it's the world's first GIF. It's just the same thing on a loop. <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty insane. It was like now there was other. There was then we would pass by something else. And we're like, well, what is that? Is that strawberries or something? We're not, and we look it up, and it's like the second. I think the second biggest crop is soybeans, which I had no idea. I would have guessed the corn. Never would have guessed the soybeans. Oh yeah, man. So so it's a big deal right now. Well, <laughs> Hey, so creamer, soy sauce. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it was like we saw six hundred trillion ears of corn. I texted my friends. I've seen six hundred trillion wars of corn already. Accidentally typing wars of corn, wars and so that's what it is from now on because they won't let it go. Then you just say you saw farmers fighting. Yeah, and they were and like, oh, I remember the, the wars of wars of corn. <laughs> the corn, the corn wars of twenty nineteen. Uh, but but it was cool. It was a 
And coming from L.A., which is just, you know, dirty brown city that never rains, and so the dust just goes everywhere, and there's just people everywhere, and town and you know fast paced everything everywhere it was like it just slowing it down to like so affected (laughs) i spent time in iowa and you know what la is trash well la is certainly not the prettiest city i'll tell you that if you're looking for just you know atmosphere it's the hustle and bustle of a big city that's what it is yeah agree to disagree i enjoy it (laughs) (laughs) well i know but at the same time you've i mean you know, we drive past all these little towns in in Iowa. No, I enjoy a little town. And, uh, yeah, and you think, like, wow, the simple life, man, I don't know, could be pretty tempting. But then you realize what you would kind of be losing, which is a lot. So th- there's the balance there, you know. I mean, it's a house out there, a five-bedroom house for $250,000. It's it. like, I don't oh. want to hear it. You well, know, and we paid, on average, like $2.48 a gallon a for gas. That's for a tank. Yeah, for a tank of gas. In the Midwest. So it's all, it's just a, it's a big shock, culture shock, you know, which is just funny to to know that, I mean, within our own country, there's, it's that big of a culture shock. The difference of like what it is to be in a big but city versus out there. you grew up in a city, right? I, well, yeah, I mean, I grew up in Seattle, Seattle. adjacent, basically. But yeah, basically in Seattle, which I don't know if it's a, would you call it a major city? It's a big old city. It's a city. I grew up, it's a city. Seattle's a big city. I don't think anybody's going to discount that. Yeah. Um, well, no, I, see, I grew up in the sticks, so I get it. You did? You were, how far were you outside of it was about Boston proper? About a half hour north. Oh, that's not that far. Well, I guess I, Massachusetts isn't that big. It's not a half hour LA. It's a half mm. hour Massachusetts. Yeah. LA is gigantic. LA you is drive like, through trees. About a, LA is like about a half hour south of... San Francisco wrong to like it just half north of your, Mexico. From our house to your house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like how big they consider LA is. Yeah. So half hour north is is substantial over there. Uh-huh. And then um we were next to a small town, Lowell, growing up. Uh, that's a lot of vowels and L's uh, and then Lowell. The fighter. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That took place in Lowell. 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 The boot mills. Like higher or history, low? guys. History. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know what's funny is like we drive through little towns in Iowa, and it was like f- like forty houses, you know, and their little gas station and their yeah. little market, and then you, that's it. And then you're on. Then you're another ninety minutes of corn, <laughs> you know. You gotta be, <laughs> you gotta be on top of your gas. But it was uh, yeah. Well, thankfully today it's not that hard to be. You know, it'll tell you how many miles are left in your tank, and yeah, we uh, we rented a Subaru Outback. I think is what we were driving. Oh, cool! Nice little car. Yeah, it was funny. It was easy. Pack all our stuff in the back. Kids fit. It was a nice car. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was nice. It was it was nice to kind of just be out in the country, really, and just not just away from it all. I guess so. As much corn as you're looking at, just huge fields, but all cool farmhouses and everything. It was cool. It was yeah. really cool. It was a much better experience than I kind of thought it was going to be. I didn't think it was going to be really bad, but I thought, like, I hope it's not, like, boring or something, you know. It's because you're getting old. I'm not trying to, yeah. I'm not trying to discount <laughs> it as much or anything, but I just thought, like, well, I hope it's, like, you know, the cool experience that we want it to be. I didn't I do the cross-country drive moving out here from New York to L.A., mm-hmm. but I did once drive from St. Louis to uh, Oklahoma. I don't remember what town. 
for my brother in law's graduate uh, college graduation, and that was a that was a pretty gnarly drive. <laughs> Why? What, in what way? It was, like it was just nothing? driving. It was, yeah, I was driving through nothing. Nothing. Just yeah. for a long time. Um, I did drive through <laughs> the part in. I think I talked about this before. Twister. Oh yeah, the cow part. Yeah, the cow part. <laughs> I recognized it. I haven't seen that movie in a, a decade or so. I watch it once a month. You have to. I watch one nast- natural disaster a month just to remind myself we're all going to die pretty soon. Yep, oh, cool, cool, cool. You just watch the news. Oh, yeah, that's a little faster, isn't it? Dunk, Yeah, dunk. but no, Helen Hunt's not on the news, baby. Wait. You don't know. You don't watch the news. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Helen Hunt, I had a huge crush on her in Twister the first time I saw Was it. Was it a Twister crush or Mad About You crush? No, Twister. Okay. When they like clean up and she puts a little white tank top on in the farmhouse and they're kind of eating dinner together, I was just like, man, she's so pretty. Oh, uh, with uh, the lady with the uh, wind chimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lady with the wind chimes, yeah. Yeah, it's the lady with the wind no, chimes. Yeah, exactly. Philip yeah, Seymour start- Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paxton. Paxton. The, uh, yeah, boy, what happened? Twister is like hey, dropping like flies out of that movie. Don't fold the maps. It's a line. That's right. Don't fold the maps. Um, Why do I remember that movie so, so well? Let me, yeah. So let me go back really quick to uh, my dumb dad moment, which was in Chicago, before we got to Iowa. This is what it was. This is maybe a dumb parenting moment. You tell me. What's you can be the, the judge. Diff- oh, like the two of you together. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're allowed to have dumb parenting moments. They're rare. Because it's usually you. You eclipse it. Me. Yeah. Uh, so we thought, we got a day in Chicago. We're with the kids. Yep. We don't really feel like going into down, like downtown, downtown too much because it's like the city's busy. We don't, also, we don't know exactly what to do. So we thought, let's go show them uh, Cloudgate, famously known as the Bean, the big chrome kidney bean in, uh, in, in Millennium Park. Yep. So we thought, well, Emmett will get a kick out of that. It'll be a day away. We can go into the city. Then we can find something to eat. You know, we can go to um, whatever. So we thought that'll be fun. And now we realize... We're getting down there. It's probably about an hour drive from where our uh, hotel was. And we, dr- we drive into into downtown Chicago, and we're kind of finding our way there. And, like, we, the closer we get, we realize, like, every, everyone's in their underwear. Why is everyone in their underwear? This is so weird. I mean, a lot of people in their underwear. Let me just tell you that right okay. now. It's the best way I can describe it. Okay. A lot of people in their underwear. Okay. And we are sort of looking for parking. There's, like, obviously not a lot of parking, but there's a couple parking structures going on. And... We, I don't remember how we figured it out. Somebody said it once we parked and paid $24 for yeah. a half an hour or whatever it was. It was the first day of Lollapalooza. It was happening in Grant Park, which is just basically adjacent to Millennium Park. I mean, they're almost like the same giant park, yeah. but like they're adjacent to. And like when you pop out of the parking structure with like a one-year-old who at this point, Henley just desires to walk because she knows she can, but you're not yeah. just going to set her down like no. No, on city. Michigan Avenue yeah. on like, you know, downtown Chicago. And Emmett, who is just obviously any little four-year-old can be overwhelmed by like 6,000 people in their underwear. And so it just became, it was just such a madhouse. And so I think the dumb dad or dumb, maybe dumb parenting moment was like, was it a huge misstep not to just go, Gee, I wonder if anything important's happening in downtown Chicago before we head there. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? It just felt like, yeah. how did we not look this up? Well, you're but, not going to look it up, but 
when you see a little bit of underwear happening. <laughs> yeah, but that's, at that point, we're already an hour into the... We're already there. You know, it's not like we... Isn't that funny what you'll put up with when you pay $24 for Oh, parking? man, that's a whole situation, too. I was like, Emmett was like, I have to go to the bathroom. As we're, like, surrounded by people in the most in the busiest section thinking like what is happening we just need to park i don't know where to park we're looking up parking let's just get close as we can because then the kids it won't, we don't have to walk too far and then it was like the closer we got the more yeah. like nightmare she became and, and then it's like i gotta go to the bathroom and it was like of course you do so we just like i just like pulled over they jump out of the car so it was just me and henley in the back and i like pull across three lanes down into this like center divider parking garage as quick as I can. I drive around for like 10 minutes. I can't find parking. At that point, Katie's trying to call me on the phone and she's like, it's like breaking up. Cause I'm like in the second level underground trying to find parking. I can't right. find parking. So I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm just going to go back up top and get them and we can find parking as a family. I mean, I was literally in there for 10 minutes trying to find parking. Yeah. I couldn't find a parking spot. I go, I, I pull back out and I like, I go, to just exit, you know, and have my little ticket. And there's a guy standing there and he's like, it's 24 bucks. And I was like, oh, I didn't even park. I, I just need to, I just need to leave. I, I actually am not going to park. He's like, well, yeah, it's like, there's parking. And I was like, right. But I'm just trying to leave what? the parking garage. <laughs> I don't want to be here. And, uh, my son had to go to the bathroom and really I dropped him off thinking I could come park. And I was like, I'm just trying to leave. Now their one mistake was he looks at my ticket and he goes, Hmm, it should have let you out. And so then he leaves to go, I'm presuming, get somebody or do something. So I'm like, okay. No, no, no. Well, the bar is down in front of me. I can't go anywhere. Blast through that, man. Yeah, it's a rental. kid's got to pee. And so so he brings this lady over, and she walks up, and the first thing she says to me, what's your problem? (laughs) Which just... (laughs) (laughs) And, And Katie's like on the phone with me. This is probably dumb dad moment number two, or like infuriated dad moment number two. I should, and like, have, I should have left it. I should have taken a deep breath and just quietly explained. And I was like, look, I'm just trying to leave. I, I don't want to pay $24 to drive around and not find parking and leave. She's like, here's your two options. You can pay $24 and leave, or you can go park. I mean, she was like, here's the thing. She was rude immediately. And I was like, listen, I don't even, I didn't even park. I can't find parking. My son... Was going to shit his pants. Yeah. I, and I, so I was kind of going off like, <laughs> you know, later, later, Katie like was on the phone and then she hung up at one point because she's like, you were, you meant, meant to her same level right away. And I was like, yeah, but she started it <laughs> like a four year old. That's how my reaction was. She's she reversed. Yeah, but I was so mad. And she's like, and she like points at the sign. See this zero to 30 minutes is 24 bucks. And I was like, zero minutes. So if you just pull in here on accident and turn around, it's going to cost you $24 to leave. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, that's insane. You, you're telling me you'd be happy to drive in here on accident and then make a mistake and not even look for parking and just try to leave and happily pay. You'd happily pay the $24 based on your mistake. She's like, of course I would. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was so mad. And so I just backed up. And tried to text Katie, like, we're just, I, did, I, I was like, going to try to, I was like, going to explode. And so I just, I like went down to the very the bottom of the parking garage and tried try to find anything. It still took me another five minutes to just find literally anything, not close to the elevators, not close to anything. And it's like, 
it probably serves me right for getting kind of mad right away, but I finally found a parking spot. I opened the door and stepped in like so much urine. I found the one place that's like, if you need to go to the bathroom, here's where you should have taken your son because this is where everyone pees. <laughs> it was such. Oh, that's such a bummer story. I was hoping yeah. you'd win. You didn't. I sort of. Well, okay, so we okay. got out of the car. We grabbed Henley. We walked up, found Katie. I waited 20 minutes in line. At Starbucks, because now I had to pee. Yeah. And there was, like, people in their underwear going into the bathroom in twos and threes and spending 15 minutes at a time. And I was, like, still 10th in line after a half an hour. Drugs. And I was, like, I'll just go to the bathroom in my underwear myself or something. So we left. And it all just became, and Katie could see, like, how mad I was getting. And she was, like, listen, just, let's just, we'll spend 90 minutes. Because it was, like, $24. And then another half an hour is, like, $33. And then thirty three dollars on top of twenty four, and then like two to nine hours was like forty five bucks or whatever. And it was like, okay, let's just embrace the situation and yeah. do whatever you know, whatever. So she was like, just let's just go get something to eat. We'll go see what we were gonna go see. Like, because like, okay. And I did happen to look at the pay meters on the way out, and it said like insert validation here. So I thought, okay, so my goal is to find where can I get this validated. And I, I asked a couple of places and they didn't know. And then eventually, because it was like Millennium Park, parking garage, South, or whatever. And so I was like, there's got to be something. And so when we went to go see Cloudgate, which is really cool. And uh, we, so we got to go look at it and show Emmett, like, look, somebody made this big statue. This is really cool. And he was like, he was really into it. It was really cool. Um, and uh, and I've, I think somebody's security was like, try down at the cafe below that which is kind of like a full-blown restaurant. But I kind of just, I was like, let's before we go back and pay an arm and a leg for parking, let me just walk in here really quick. And I walk like through into the uh, front desk of like the, in the restaurant, like inside. And I was like, hey, this guy told me like I can come get validation in here. I'm just trying to find out where I'm supposed to do that. And these two young girls kind of look at me like, uh, they didn't, you could tell they didn't know to respond. Like, did you eat here or not eat here? Right. I played it off like, yeah, I just need to do it really quick. And they're like, uh, yeah, yeah, we can do it. So they handed me a ticket. It's the confidence. The, yeah. And uh, and we ended up paying 18 bucks. We thought it was a discount of $18 is what it said on there. It was 18 total. Mm. So we spent like about two and a half hours there and then ended up just paying 18 So not too bad. I sort of not won. Not too bad. Not too bad because we parked close. I sort of won by following their won. rules. Yeah. <laughs> but how mad I was versus like what was happening was like. But by the time you left, you're like, that's why people are peeing up. Because they're yeah. like, F- this place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna pay eighteen dollars, and I'm gonna take a leak. Um, so yeah, it, I mean, it that's was that's a good one. That's a good dumb dad. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I felt like that's tough. It's like I guess maybe hindsight. I was like, man, why didn't we look that up? And I thought like, because you're not gonna look that up. You're it wasn't even the weekend. More, you know? You're way more flexible without children. You know what I mean? Like when you have kids and you've uh, resolved to do something. And that starts to fall apart. You go, I don't have other options, so we have to make this work. Yeah, yeah, I know. And that's kind of what it was, but it was credit to Katie. She was really like, listen, it's just like, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. So let's just enjoy it rather than... That's why you're the dumb dad. Yeah, okay, so it was dumb. She's she's the cooler head that prevailed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I was I was kind of annoyed with myself later because I was like, no, why didn't I just take the positive in all of it? Like, I shouldn't have have got so mad, you know? So... How long, and the answer is, you still are, but how long have you been mulling over what you should have said? No, no, no. Or what you could have said. Oh, oh what I could have said to her? Yeah. 
No, in some ways I was happy about it. Are you at 211 hours? <laughs> I just did. I certainly didn't like the, yeah. what's your problem? That was the first thing she said. I was like, well, what? Because <laughs> you want to meet, like, in an ideal well, my world, problem is you're being you want to anticipate right away. that and meet it with a plucky attitude. Well, that attitude for one. Yeah. I know, but I know. Nobody I know. thinks that fast when somebody comes at them aggressive. No, it's true. They don't. Or rarely you think that fast. No. I'll give you a I'll give you a a, a little before we move into like the last thing we're going to talk about here that we did on our uh our trip. I'll give you like a little insert to a moment where I, I sort of did say the right moment and you could tell me if the, I shouldn't have said this or not, okay? Oh, something we omitted already. Okay. When okay, so when Emmett was like one and a half or something like that. I went to the local drugstore or whatever to go get you know band-aids doesn't matter what it is it was just down the road i went down the road we parked in the front right next to a car in a parking lot like you do a lot of times that's how it and is. at this point he was still in the the car seat was still facing backwards Got it. so he's little enough to where the car seat still facing backwards called rear facing yeah <laughs> facing backwards car seat that's what i oh. always call that yeah and uh so i'm i'm strapping into his car seat and, you know, whatever, I'm taking my time. I'm strapping him into his car seat. I'm, like, tickling him, and, you know, we're just having fun or whatever. Yeah. No big deal. It was, like, a weekday at, like, sure. 1 p.m. Nothing is out of the ordinary. Partly sunny. And too. I'll tell you this, though. I say that he was he was in the back seat on the passenger side. Now, that makes a difference because with the door open, the car next to us, with the door open, you're sort of, blo- you know, Blocking with the door open for a moment. Sure. The ability to get to that driver's side car. Sure. Cars nose to nose. Yep. Unaware of this, I'm just putting him in his car seat. No problem. No issues. You know? And I hear this voice. Uh, okay, move, please. <laughs> like, really sort of, you know, that was probably no please, to be honest with you. It was like, okay, move. You know, like, what? What? You know, like, you just hear this voice and you're thinking, like, what the hell? And I turn around and it's like this 80-year-old woman who's like all of four foot nothing. Yeah. Who's like, couldn't be more annoyed that I'm putting my infant son <laughs> into his car seat <laughs> and blocking her ability to go to her. And I look around and there's like no one on the other side of her car. Yeah. So she also could have just like walked around and got her steps got in. Her into her car. Yeah, got her steps in. And I go, excuse me? And she goes, get out of my way. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so... That's exciting. So this is the moment we're talking about. This is the moment where your brain either goes... Oh, you, I don't know what to say or whatever, but here's what I said. It's a Rolodex of... <laughs> okay, let's get past inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Here's what... I, so she goes, okay, move. And so I leaned back into the car and finished what I was doing really quickly yeah. and turned around and shut the door. And I said to her, you know, I realize... You're pretty close to death, but that doesn't mean you have to be such a f***ing asshole about it. Boom. And then I got back in my you car. You did say that. Yes. <gasps> and then I got in the car, and then, my, and like, sort of then the adrenaline kicked in, and I was like, whoa, I just said that to an old lady. I'm okay with it. <laughs> okay. And I drove home and was like, nah, she was asking for it. Don't f*** with me and my kid, no matter how old you are. Wow. And she's probably dead by now, so I'm just saying, like, it well, did not go over well with me that she was died so... died 
10 minutes later for all you know. got in her car and just died right there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I fired off right at the handle right then and there. I'm warm hearing that story. <laughs> I can't believe I never told you that story. I feel like I just had a... And now we're going to lose our two viewers. I feel like I had a hot wing. They're not even viewers. They're not even viewers. If you guys are looking for the live stream, stop. It's not... It's, it's not there. Exist. But it could be. Oh, wow. So, yeah. There's that little insert right there. So, sometimes in the moment, maybe it pays not to do that. Because I'm not sure that's still to this day, like, oh, man, maybe I'm... Will I get bit for that later in life? Could be. It'd be funny if you got bit when you were 80. Yeah. And some young gun is like... Some young gun. And you're actually... Some young gun is in my way at Rite Aid, and I'm like, get out of my way! I'm trying to get back to my Buick... Oh, you're angry because, like, you had to get, like, medicine for your wife and you're in a hurry because she's in a lot of pain. And then you go and you yell at somebody and you realize I probably shouldn't have flown off the handle. But I'm really upset that my wife is so miserable. Hey, move. And they go, you're about to die. And then you get in the car and you go, perspective. I screwed up. Wow, that took a while. Let me see if my timer's still running. How long that (laughs) took. (laughs) Okay, so really quickly, I want to tell you the coolest thing we did in Iowa. Okay. In my opinion. If you say corn. (laughs) <laughs> I entered into a corn eating contest um, And I'll be finding it in my diaper for a month uh, We So we're in Iowa we're, we're in Coralville, Iowa That's where we were I couldn't even tell you where that is it, It's in it Iowa again? Coralville Coralville Coral, it It's sounds like Low and Coral It sounds like you're drunk Yeah Coral. This is 8.5% unfiltered beer Coralville. So we're in Coralville, Iowa. We're driving. I think even we're just driving there from, you know, on our long drive. And Kate and I are just talking. You know, yeah. It was actually really nice. Just, just kids are doing their thing in the back. And Henley's sleeping back and forth. Emmett's watching cartoons. And we're just, yeah. like, talking. It was great. It was a great drive. And we, uh, I don't even remember who brought it up. And we're like, I wonder how close we are to the Field of Dreams. Oh. Because that movie takes place in Iowa. Okay. And we just so happened I to look it up. That. We just so happened to look it up, and it takes place about 90 minutes. The field was like 90 minutes from where we were going to be. And we talked about it for a second. We thought, let's, let's pencil this in for later. Let's see. What made you even think it was a real f- Did you know already it was a real field? I, re- I think I subconsciously. Or not, now, I'm not sure. Maybe she brought it up. I can't remember. But it was like, I kind of remembered that it was like a thing. Yeah. Or we I, were wondering if it no was a idea. thing. no idea. Yeah. And we looked it up, and sure enough, it was 90 minutes away from where we were going to be staying. 90-minute drive. We thought, man, that's pretty close, all things considered, right. flying from, in from L.A. Yeah. And then when we thought about it, it's like, well, let's, let's look up it later and see if it's like, is it a thing that people do? Can you even go there? You know, is it even a thing? And then, so we looked it up, and like, sure enough, yeah, it's a destination, destination place you can go and you know, walk around the field and it's all there. And so they have like a little website and everything. I was like, okay, well, that seems pretty cool. And we brought it up to a couple of the family members in the reunion and we're like, well, they were like, well, I'm interested. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. You've seen the movie, right? Yeah. I mean. He built it. They came. Yeah, exactly. Dad, you want to be They built it. We came. And so we thought, let's do it. We have a free day on Sunday. Let's get up early and go check it out. So we got in the car, we caravanned a little bit and drove up there 90 minutes. Now, my only worry was like, man, I hope we don't get up there and they've kind of like let it go. And it's like, yep, here's where it was filmed, I guess. Welcome to the field of dreams. Yeah, and it's like, 
it's all overgrown and the corn's not in the outfield anymore. What? Yeah. It was like they filmed it yesterday. Oh yeah. It was, it was really really special. It was really really special. It was you drive up just like the movie where you, because I mean it's like it's really out. It's really out there. Sure. I mean, way out there. Yeah. And you drive down the big road, like you see in the movie, all they're all lining up. And as you're pulling up, there's a couple signs like, welcome to the field of dreams, home of, you know. And you drive up, it's free. And you drive up, and it's like, it's exactly like you see it in the movie. And it's all, the grass is cut, the infield's raked. I mean, it was gorgeous. And they had like the the farmhouses right there. And you, you could, there's like a little donations jar i think because i think it's it was built on the land that two families shared and after the movie like the two families agreed to like keep it up yeah and then at one point one of the families was like yeah we're kind of out and so the one family bought him out and then since then a lady bought that family out and has kind of made it like a destination like investment you know to like place to go now it's a donation but they have a couple of gift shops there, and you could buy, you know, some memorabilia. I bought a shirt. I bought him a little baseball with the logo on it and stuff like that. And they have the farmhouse there, too. I mean, it's still there. Yeah. That's, like, right on the side. And you can – that was, like, if you wanted to pay 20 bucks, they'll give you, like, a tour of the house or whatever. But right. it was cool, man. There's, like, fathers and sons playing catch on the field and people pitching to each other and, like, running around the bases. And you, you walk – and the corn just – I mean, like, literally exactly like the movie, the, enti- the corn field is, like, the outfield fence – and you can, so we walked in there and walked out, you know, like we're the baseball players. Did you walk out and go, we're ghosts? No you, no, you walk out and you say, is this heaven? And then somebody goes, this is Iowa. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Fly so it states. was, I couldn't recommend it enough. I mean, that's, that's cool. something that would probably, will, you know, never leave me. That Thank feeling of like. For that recommendation, but I'm, I'm not going to Yeah, the Iowa. thing is like, I highly recommend you go, but don't, but I wouldn't say you need to go to Iowa. No. But, you, but if you're going to go, you got, so if you find yourself in Iowa. But see, that's how we were. We found ourselves in Iowa. I wouldn't you think find yourself I, I got to go in Iowa. I got to go to Iowa. But that's where some of the couple of family, family members live. In yeah. the, uh, and that's the thing. He, um, the easiest way to explain it is like stepdad's or uh, father-in-law's brother was turning 70, which kind of started the whole thing. Sure. Let's go. Let's go. And then everyone's going to go. So why don't we turn it into like a big family reunion? Oh, cool. So you find yourself in Iowa. Get to them field of dreams. You got to do it. Even though it's a pretty big state. It's big. <laughs> it's big. It's funny. So like if you find yourself in Iowa, Iowa specifically adjacent. near the field of dreams. But I mean, if I think about it, I'm trying to think of like how far I drive under the recommendation. Like a couple hours. So a four or five hour round trip, I'd probably still recommend it. If the movie means something to you. That's true. This is how we're going to bring it back to yeah. uh, Dumb Dads. Man, such a strong... strong like father son connection there and probably parenting either way that's fine sure because there was uh you know dads and daughters and it was everybody there yeah it was really cool i mean you know emmett's like four and a half he doesn't still really know what baseball is yet but i still made a point to play catch with him there so one day he knows we we (sighs) had a catch oh boy but man the water work started a little bit let me tell you it's it was pretty oh that movie affected you huh Oh, man. I've probably seen that movie. It's one of my dad's favorites. I've probably seen that movie 10 times. Yeah. But it's that last moment there when he sees his dad yeah, and he asks him to have a catch. It's like the waterworks just start going. So I've seen that movie probably on, I've seen the movie probably 10 times, but I probably watched it like on, you know, most of the time you catch a lot of it on TV. Yeah. 
And then like, the last five minutes come up and I'm like, I wonder what else is on TV. Because <laughs> I don't feel like emotionally breaking down at 8 p.m. before dinner. Or Turn whatever. the channel. Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a pretty easy one. And Brooks is already gone, so Dude. we're we're on the home stretch. Turn the channel again. Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, is it three o'clock in the afternoon? I guess it is. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh that was a pretty awesome, pretty awesome moment. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, there we go. That's kind of recounts our trip and now here we're back to Welcome back to a city that you loathe. No, I don't know that. I've I've learned to love a lot of things about L.A. Yeah. Um, and still things, people, things bother me. See how I snuck in other people. But it's true. Yeah. A lot of the people bother me in L.A. Well, it's it's yeah. crazy here. It's like everyone's got the, the, what's, what you automatically get in Iowa, which is like cordial, you know, homegrown, wonderful people to each other because it's a big, beautiful green earth and everyone's far away from each other unless they need to be. Sure. Everyone kind of has hidden agendas here or me first attitude and Oh yeah, the second Which isn't necessarily like a bad thing, would you agree? A second someone approaches me being like, Hey, dumb dead pod, heard about it. What are you thinking about ditching that Evan guy? I'm out. You're like, I'm listening. <laughs> Where are we going? Who's got a kid? <laughs> you know what? Doesn't matter. Let's Text go. Text me. Tweet at us. He probably doesn't even look at it anyway. We didn't trademark this. I take this yeah. wherever I want. <laughs> <laughs> what, really? I'm only a dumb dad here? Uh, yeah, but you know, it's like the big city life is that, I mean, that's the comparison really is just raising kids in crazy big cities that are fast all the time. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that are cool here because you can kind of rapid fire what you need to do or want to get to. For sure. But I think you just got to tread lightly on the, Pro- pe- the people you meet, right? Or Pros and cons of it all. I mean, how do you feel coming from, you said you grew up in the sticks. Did you ever, well, because you lived in New York, York for right? seven years. Yeah, you lived in New York. So yeah. you, you had it, you hit the ground running there, really here. No? I mean, did you feel it was like that big of a difference? No. From, uh, coming from New York? I mean, listen, I know New York and LA are very different, but in terms of like. It was a happy medium because it was the sticks in Massachusetts and then. It's very much a city in New York, and there's not much to do if you don't have a car, and you shouldn't have or money. A, you shouldn't have a car, so right. you, have, you, to have, a car here, LA, you have, have to have a car here, but it sucks to have a car. It, it kind of sucks to have a car here, but here you can go, you know, half hour this way, you're at the beach. Half hour that way, you're in the mountains. There. What time of day are you driving to do these things? For a half always an hour? two a.m. Who's <laughs> <laughs> ready for the beach? Yeah, wake up. But no, the, like the beach is it is an easy drive though. Comparatively, it would take me. Two hours, three trains, and a bus in New York to get to yeah, the beach. Yeah, specifically lugging all your stuff because you don't have a car. Lugging all your stuff. Yeah. And then here it's like, no, I'm just going to put all my stuff in the car. We're going to get there. We're going to go to the beach or we're going to go this way. We go camping. So I very much like it. California's pretty cool that California's way. California's pretty great. Yeah, I think like us trying to do the entertainment thing in LA. We're kind of specifically stuck in a certain region to be available for auditions, whatever, like yeah. within a, within reason of somewhere. But California is pretty cool in that way that it's like great weather and you can kind of do a lot of things. Yeah, all the time. Uh, and so maybe the valley or, or I mean, the other thing too is like LA is so expensive and Santa Monica is a better place to live, but it's really expensive. You know, most places are out of place, but everything's really, it's really expensive. It's all unreasonable. It's all unreasonable. But yeah. if you didn't really care that much about it, you could live a little further away and probably be pretty set up for success in the way of like being able to do all kinds of different things. Yeah. 
Truth. Truth. One truth. Truth. <laughs> <laughs> One truth. Well, uh, thanks for listening to our our travely story. I liked hearing it. Did you, uh, on your travels, uh, come across any dumb dad jokes? Oh, I got a good one. Oh, I knew you did. I got a ringer for you. It's been sitting on my mind for more than 211 hours and 27 minutes and seconds. Um, tell people, if you will, how they can uh, get a hold of us to yell at us. Oh, you guys can... First of all, what's your problem? Email us or Twitter at us. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. Email at dummiesofthedumbdad.com mm-hmm. or you guys can follow us on social media at dumbdadpod on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks again to at Verdu. Chris, thank you, sir, for the tunes. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Hold on, let me tell the joke. Okay. You silly goose. I was just going to try it. Well, you weren't paying attention. What did the fisherman say to the magician? What? Pick a cod, any cod. Okay. Yeah, it's because of fish. Yeah. Like fish and chips. Yeah. You know. You're not laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube